to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. What up? What up? What's up? It's your boy. It's Pastor Wade with This Is The Day with Pastor Wade. And listen, you know what it is. It is my honor and privilege. You have taken the time out of your life to walk with me on this journey that we call life. Listen, I don't take any of that for granted. You could be doing anything right now. World is, even though it's trying to open back up, but it's upside down, left is right, right is wrong. It's all messed up right now. And listen, we got to ask God to help us navigate through all of this foolishness. Listen, I know a lot of you are debating about different stuff. The principality is running strong right now. What I find interesting is there's always an excuse in a story of why you should do something and why something didn't work. And it's always an excuse. But for the people that are not complying, they're the problem. I'm just saying I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> but I just want to say, listen, I don't take for granted that you join this conversation. I don't take for granted that all of your love and support that you send me. I appreciate that. And then for those who are joining us for the very first time, hey, 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 I'm holding air hugs out right now. If I saw you, I'm coming in for the real one. I appreciate you. Uh, listen, there's so many uh, conversations that are going on right now. You can be watching reruns on your Netflix or on your DVDs right now. Listen, but you decided to join this conversation. So I love and appreciate you. And yes, I am praying for you, even if I don't know you, because I always pray for those that are within the sound of my voice, that God continue to keep a hedge protection around you and your family, that he keep you in and keep those that want to cause you any hurt, harm or danger out. That is my prayer for you. And then also my other prayer for you is uh, God help them navigate through these crazy times. Give them eyes like an eagle. Give them discernment, God, as they walk through this valley of the shadow of death. See, we can still pray for each other and not know each other. So, for those joining us for the very first time, let me just tell you what this show, this conversation is all about. We like discussing various topics that the church body does not talk about on a Sunday or at a Bible study. Shut down from talking about it all together because of the sense of the nature of the subject. All of us, no matter what you feel, think, or believe, without judgment, will not be made to feel like your feelings or opinion are not valid, and we can have a conversation freely and honestly and truthfully. And as my boy TV says, keep it 100 here on This is the Day with Pastor Wade. And before we get into it, listen, you can always join any of our other conversations. And yes, I do 
reply. You can always still interact with me. Even though we're not live, you can always still interact with me on This Is The Day with Pastor Wade uh, on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade. And yes, Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. So all of those that have done that, I appreciate you. And you go back and listen to our previous conversations, whether it be about relationship, whether it be about faith or forgiveness or how to treat one another. Woohoo! You definitely need to listen to that. Everybody, matter of fact, I wish they would broadcast that across the world every day, all day, 24 hours a day on that one, because that is definitely leading because the way people have been treated during this time, the real virus, I always say, is hatred and division. And it's working. Hatred and division have a more long lasting effect than any virus or uh, renamed flu could ever have on you. But I'm gonna leave that alone. So let's get into it because we got some more powerful stuff to talk about. You know, the last one was the tip of the iceberg, but we about to go there on this one. So always remember, make sure your seat and tray tables are in the upright lock position. Any turbulence you feel on this plane is God just shaking at the very root or what does not belong on this plane or even your life. If you look, listening with somebody, look at them and say, you ready? Look back at them and say, I'm ready. And then if you're by yourself, which you're not, because God is omnipresent, look around anywhere and say, I'm ready. And God is looking back at you and say, let's go. <laughs> so we're talking about principalities and powers, but now we're in the subtitle of the weapons of destruction against the children of God. And in the first episode, or I should say in episode 12, we talked about abandonment. Abandonment is one of the first destructive weapons that God uses against people, that not God, that the enemy uses against God's people or people actually in general. And we said abandonment is when a person withdraws their presence and support from another person or organization. They renege on their duty, responsibility, and obligation and betrays covenant or commitment. The enemy seduces people, particularly those who play a key role in the life of another person or organization's development and progress to renege on commitments and contracts and to walk away from relationships and responsibilities. This act of abdication has the power to cause great emotional pain, financial hardship, spiritual misalignment, organizational chaos, and confusion in the abandoned. Man, is anybody even? Man, I'm going to leave that alone. But that is rapid right now all across the world and many different cultures, no matter what color you are. It doesn't matter. what Whatever your cultural background, that is running rapid right now. There are so many people that have generational hurts because of abandonment whether it be church, whether it be family, whether it be a company you worked for. Look at all those baby boomers that were working for companies and then all of a sudden there was no pension left. And they just said, get out because you're not young anymore. You're not a, the age that we would like you to be. Man, just abandoned. Issues arising from abandonment, such as the inability to trust, manipulation, shame, fear of rejection, loneliness, suspicion, addictions, codependency, and a host of other maladaptive sets of behavior interfere with the victim's ability to foster future healthy and loving relationships. Now, let's get into today's. You thought abandonment was a problem. Guess what we're going to talk about today? Oh, boy. Abortion. 
I know. That's a very sensitive subject, but abortion is key. And let me put my disclaimer. I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm not here to tell you whether you're right or wrong. I'm not here to make political statement. I'm not here to make a church statement. <laughs> I'm just here to talk about how the devil, the enemy, the principalities and powers use abortion to thwart your destiny. I'm just saying, if you've had to, if you've experienced that or know somebody that has experienced abortion in any way, shape or form, listen, my heart goes out to you. That is not an easy decision, whether you're for abortion or not. It's a, it's a difficult situation all around. So abortion is one of the, a big thing that the enemy uses as a, a big destructive weapon against people. There are two perspectives I want to give concerning abortion. Let me first offer the traditional. You know, I put my disclaimer out already, y'all. According to the American Heritage Dictionary, abortion is an induced termination of pregnancy and expulsion of an embryo or fetus. Once the woman or young girl consents and actually undergoes an abortion, she becomes both victim and perpetrator. The abortion does not merely make a person unpregnant. Watch this. But it also molds both the woman and those who support and perform abortion into murderers. It opens the door for a spirit of death to destroy other areas of their lives, creating cycles of death that allow the enemy to access their lives to steal, kill, and destroy. Not only the quality of their lives, but also business ventures, relationships, and ministries. It also sends the spirit of death down to future generations Long-term ramifications are mind-boggling. Don't get mad at me. That was just the first one I'm offered. That was just a traditional sense. What I would like to point out is even if you've gone through that, known somebody has gone through abortion, it is way bigger. Even though it's big, it's way bigger than the act of aborting the fetus because as i just we just was talking about what it does is there is a spiritual component a ripple effect that we don't acknowledge or recognize that it sends us down a path of decision making that we couldn't possibly fathom until it's too late and the enemy because we're talking about principalities and powers the enemy knows this if I could just get them to do it, if I could just get them to do something in their life that will have such a spiritual ramification that they wouldn't understand, that will send them on a spiral emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, and physically. Remember we said that. That's what an abortion does. It covers every single one of those areas. Emotional. Man, come on. When you, a baby, and then wait a minute, it's just not the, the mother. If the father's involved, it affects him too, even though he's not having a baby. 
even if he wasn't in the decision-making that affects him. See, we don't talk about this thing. It affects both. Ah. So you got the emotional component that it affects you. You got the spiritual component that it affects you because now you're emotional about it. Whether you, I just want to get rid of it or whether it was a hard decision or not. Some people, it's an easy decision. Some people, it's not. But what happens is now it's going to affect you spiritually. You know that old saying, if you do it once, it only gets easier the second time. Or uh, like a lot of people say, well, I, I can't, I'm not a murderer or I couldn't, I couldn't kill someone. Well, and this is what I always tell people. Well, don't say never, because what happens is you don't know what you'll do when somebody got you hemmed up in a corner and it's either you or them and you have to defend yourself. Like Tupac said, I'm not a killer. But don't push me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, y'all. Don't get mad at me. We're just having a conversation. There's no right or wrong here. There's no judgment here. All we're doing is talking to all I'm doing is telling you how the principality can use why we talked about abandonment. And now we're talking about abortion. The other ramifications of just getting rid of the baby. Oh, boy. I mean, y'all still love me. I told you this was going to be tough because there's a when you talk about this principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in heavenly realms. Listen, y'all, there's so many layers to this thing. There's so many things that we don't even understand. I don't even understand the whole thing. And by God's grace, he's revealing it to me. I don't care if you go to the bishop of bishops tutus. They not going to know either. They just go give you their opinion. I'm just telling you, there's so many layers. But what I do know, when I looked at that, when God revealed that to me, I'm like, wow, I never looked at it as it affects the father, whether he's involved or not. It affects the mother because it's her ultimate decision. And then there's more consequences even after the baby's gone because of the emotional, spiritual, psychological and physical. Sometimes they go bad. And physical component. Oh, boy. It got quiet. It got quiet on me. But stay with me. Second. Now we're going to, I talked about the first thing. Now let's talk about the second. Has to do with spiritual abortion. Remember we talked, we just talked about basically the emotional and the physical component. Now, let's talk more about that spiritual and that psychological component. Somebody just, I know somebody just said, how can the psychological be with the spiritual? I'll, and I'm glad you asked, and I'm going to tell you. Because if psychology is the study of mental behavior, you know, why we do what we do. Just like when I tell anybody that if you're going to read the word of God, you got to understand that theology, which is the study of God, and psychology, which is the study of mental behaviors, which is the human side, when they meet, what happens is there's a wrestling match. Because even God said in his word, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. So the wrestling match begins when we start reading a scripture and God, especially like a commandment God gives, what happens is if you don't understand why he said it or you want to do your own thing, the psychological starts to try to take over the theological. So there's a wrestling match that occurs. 
what we're talking about now is we're talking about principalities and powers, how they use weapons of destructions against people so to thwart your destiny. So the first one, we had just talked about the physical abortion. Now we're about to talk about the spiritual aspect of the abortion. The spirit of abortion not only affects the physical womb, but it also affects all 26 wombs of the spirit. And we'll go get it. That's why we're going to get into There's so many layers of this. We're going to get into those later. These weapons are meticulously crafted to destroy an individual's business, ministries, organizations, or any other entity's chance of maximizing potential or the fulfillment of purpose. Let me say that again. The spirit of abortion not only affects the physical womb, but it also affects all 26 wombs of the spirit. These weapons are meticulously crafted to destroy an individual, businesses, ministries, organizations, or any other entity's chance of maximizing potential or the fulfillment of purpose. Other abortive activities that the enemy is involved in are murder, accidents, premature death, sabotage, and less obvious activities such as laziness, gossip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gossip, you know, that's that's a spiritual um, assassination, especially when you lie on somebody. You're assassinating somebody's character. So when you gossip about them, you're doing the exact same thing. You're killing something, killing somebody's opinion or the uh, their perception. You're altering perception about somebody. So less obvious activities such as laziness, gossip, fear, underbelief, and slander. Each one of these abortive activities affects one or more areas of a person's life and has the power to terminate things such as ministries, business opportunities, relationships, purpose, and potential. My God. Spiritual abortion kills the many different blessings that heaven is pregnant with for you, your dreams and visions, plans and purposes, desires and aspirations. The delivered adult Hebrew slaves never made it into the promised land. Oh, boy. Their future prosperity and life was aborted because of fear and unbelief. There is such a high level of misunderstanding, y'all, when it comes to abortion that the enemy has crafted a stronghold in many societies through misunderstanding and miseducation of the masses. Oh, my God. That's what's going on right now. When you talk about this stuff with COVID, we didn't had the regular COVID. Then we had the Delta variant COVID. Now we got the Omicron, Omicron, whatever COVID. And if you spell Omicron and you mix up the words, it spells moronic, but I'm going to leave that alone too. So, and then now they got excuses for everything. Mis-ed- misunderstandings. Miseducation. Then you got one dude, Dr. whatever his name is, Fauci. I hate that guy. Well, I don't hate. He just represents, he's being used by a principality without question. So we need to pray for him. And when he says, I am the science, no, you're not. (laughs) 
you're the one of the co-owners of Moderna. But I'm going to leave that alone. Sounds like a conflict of interest to me, but I'm going to leave that alone, too. A lot of people don't know that either. I'm going to leave that alone as well. But when you talk about this stronghold in society through misunderstanding and miseducation, you can see that right now. That is what the principality and the powers are doing in this moment in time. And this dispensation, it's clear and evident. And here we're talking about spiritual abortion. Oh boy, you know I have to go there. You know I have to use the scripture and I'm going to keep it in context. And listen, you know what I say? If you take the word text out of the word context, all you left was a con. We don't con people here on this day with Pastor Wade. We just don't do it. We don't do it. So two of my favorite passages where God emphasizes the value of life in the womb and his compassionate care for the preborn is found in Jeremiah 1, 4 through 5, and uh, Isaiah, old legal eyes, 49, 1, the B clause. Both passages are astonishingly similar as each prophet is reflecting on their call from heaven. Jeremiah's account says, and I read verbatim, Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Oh, my God. Hold up. So he knew you, communicated with you. Somebody just say, you can't communicate. Yeah, you can. Why do you think the father and the mother, they talk to the baby while it's in the womb and it's still developing? I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone. It got quiet around here. Isaiah similarly writes the same pattern of thought saying, the Lord called me from the womb, from the body of my mother, he named my name. And that was Isaiah 49, 1, the B clause. Both Jeremiah and Isaiah consistently heard from the Lord and were used as God's mouthpiece for his people in their long-lasting personal relationships with God. Both remained convinced that they were appointed to complete kingdom work while in the womb. Both of the prophets write as if, from God's perspective, there is no barrier between prenatal and postnatal life. God sees life from the moment of conception. The biblical idea that God can form a personal relationship with his people in the womb is further evidence that the preborn children possess full personhood. Don't get mad at me. Those are only examples. The point of it is, with principalities and powers, what they're trying to do is if I can get you in the womb, I don't have to worry about you out here in the physical. Because in the womb, you're still being formed and fashioned. You're still growing. So guess what? It's really not an attack on you. It's attack on the mother. And then here's the thing. I always say this, especially when I counsel couples. And always remember this. When it comes to the devil, men, 
he distracts women he attacks and you can go back to the garden and read it for yourself in genesis because while even though adam was with her he's doing something else and not paying attention so he's all distracted over here while the enemy is trying to attack his woman why is it so important when to attack the woman when you talk about spiritually because women Ladies, hey, ladies, here's the good news. You are the birthing canal of life. Blessings come through you. The enemy knows that. Every principality, every power knows that. So if he moves the covering, which is what a man is, the covering, out of the way, he can now attack you. Oh, boy. Because it's not about you. It's about what you're carrying. And therefore, without you, we have no Mother Teresa. Without you, we have no Martin Luther King. Without you, we don't have the next president or we don't have the next bishop. We don't have the next lawyer. We don't have the next doctor. We don't have the next without you. That's why we got to watch it. These are destructive patterns. Weapons of mass destruction that principalities and powers, rulers, and spiritual wickedness in heavenly realm uses against people and abortion is a big one. Abandonment was number one. Abortion is number two. I pray. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I pray that you've enjoyed our time together. Thank you for tuning in to episode 13 <laughs> on principalities and powers. Listen, I know it was tough, but listen, I'm only a messenger and God wants nothing but the best for each and one of, one of you, whether man or woman. I thank you for all your support and responses. New episodes will release every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at AAM Pacific Standard Time. And please, just subscribe. I'm telling you, remember to subscribe and listen to these episodes more than once. I'm telling you, get them ingrained in your spirit. Remember, for we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with principalities and powers, rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in heavenly realms. A special thanks. You know what it is to my boy, Kevin Clayton, KC. What's up with you? And I am music group for producing this show. My girl, Erica Duff, you know, she be keeping a brother looking fly. Who does the artwork? Alex Teamer, a.k.a. Team for the baseline. Pastor Warren Campbell and Lena Bird Miles for This Is Day intro, an amazing intro. Thank you so much. This is the day. Would not be This Is The Day without yo. Also, a shout out to Shannon Jackson and Shay J Entertainment and the Holy Ghost Busters Mobile Ministry. A shout out to the House of NoHo Barbershop, which is the House of North Hollywood with Julian Payne, a celebrity barbers to the stars. And if you are in the greater Los Angeles area and you need to look fly because you know award season is coming, the Grammys is coming up. Listen, listen, he'll keep you fly. He'll keep you fly. Tell him your boy sent you. Look him up. Also, a special shout out to the Jewy Woo and the Rooftop Crew. You know what it is. <laughs> 
I love and appreciate each and every one of you. Remember to subscribe to This Is The Day on whatever podcast platform you use. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade. And Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. Remember to post any subject times you like discussed on This Is The Day Facebook page or feedback on your Instagram stories of what you thought about the conversation. Always remember, God believes in you and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough, victory, redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This Is The Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 